The second gift of the Holy Spirit that enlightens the mind is the gift of counsel. So knowledge gives us this sense of what is right and wrong, what is true and false, you know, what, uh, what scripture is saying. But this is a general kind of knowledge of true and false, right and wrong. It's not, it's not a, a specific knowledge applied to our current situation. And this is where the gift of counsel comes in, because sometimes we need more than just general principles, general knowledge of who God is and what he's doing and what he asks of us. What we need is the ability to apply these general principles and this general knowledge to a very specific situation. And this is difficulty. What do I do right here and right now? What do I say to this person? What do I do in this situation? Should I do this or should I do that? And this is where the gift of counsel comes in. And this is a divine form, you could say, of the virtue of prudence. So when you think of a prudent person, you know, someone who has prudence is sort of aware of what's going on all around. And they know how things work and they know that, well, all right, if my goal is to get over there, the best way to get from here to there is along this specific path. That's what a prudent person has the ability to do. They know how to get where they want to go. But prudence as a virtue is operates by reason. You know, so it operates in a very human way. And this is where, again, counsel, the gift of counsel, is this supernatural thing. It's a divine thing. It's not a human thing. And this is where the Holy Spirit himself directs us in certain ways to do what he wants us to do or to say what he wants us to say. And it's not operating by reason. We don't always know exactly why, but he can still give us the specific direction. So what might this look like? Well, I think one example might be from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter uh, 3, where uh, Peter and John are, are going up to the temple. And uh, what happens? Well, uh, a man crippled from birth was carried and placed at the gate of the temple called the Beautiful Gate, every day to beg for alms from the people who entered the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked for alms. Okay, so they're faced with a specific situation. The general principle is you got to help the poor. Poor guy's asking for money. What do you do? And so he asked for money, but Peter looked intently at him, as did John, and said, look at us. He paid attention to them, expecting to receive something from them. Peter said, I have neither silver nor gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, rise and walk. Then Peter took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles grew strong. So we're, here we have this, this miracle that Peter performs. You know, he's confronted with a poor person. What should he give? And I think this decision by Peter and by John is prompted by the Holy Spirit, who tells him, this is what you need to give this guy right now. Who would think of that on his own if they weren't prompted by the Holy Spirit? And so that's what he does. On a more practical human level, counsel is one of those gifts I ask for a lot when hearing confessions. I, I just sort of count on it now, especially when I was a young priest confronted by things. You know, I was like, I didn't know what to say. It's like, all right, God, give me some wisdom here. Give me some, give me some help. And that's where the gift of counsel came in. And, and a, a thought or an idea or an image would come into mind, a question. And I would ask that. And it's like, ah, that sort of helped unravel what was going on. So the gift of counsel helps us to know in a supernatural way what to do here and now in a specific situation.